Well, I know we just had mass, but let's take just a set to kind of reset ourselves in this space and start then with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Merciful God, give us the grace this day and always to desire those things that are most pleasing to thee, to search for them together wisely, that we might come to know them together truly, and thus accomplish them together faithfully to the glory of thy name. Through Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. Mary, seat of wisdom, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. How are we doing this morning? Good. Okay. I'm dressed different. What's different? I don't look like a homeless priest, okay? I'm not banging around in my hoodie. I actually have a collar in. Some of you thought I didn't own one. I do. I just have a fat neck, so I don't like wearing it. And um, I'm well, wearing my Pellegrina, or, uh, or, or, or sort of pseudo Mosetta. And I'm doing that because I'm here today not uh, just as sort of the, the, the priest who comes and says Mass for you, um, or, uh, or even as the spiritual advisor to the board, though I am the priest that, that, that sits on the board for the academy and so helps the people that run the school make, make decisions. But um, this, is, this is a sign of jurisdiction. So when I wear it, it's a sign, right, that I'm acting in the bishop's stead. And so I'm here, the bishop didn't send me, but I'm here sort of as his voice because today, right, the Feast of the Chair of Peter, we're focused on unity. And I wanted to say uh, a few words about unity in the church and what that looks like here at the academy. So over the weekend, this past weekend, I had to give a talk at my own parish um, uh, that, was, that was a little bit difficult. So um, we have uh, almost perpetual adoration at Christ the King. So we uh, expose the Blessed Sacrament right after the last Mass on, on Sunday, and then it remains exposed until just before the first Mass of the weekend on Saturday evening. And, um, and uh, we... Obviously, we do that because we want to promote Eucharistic adoration and devotion to the Blessed Sacrament. Um, but uh, the, the parish, while it has this long tradition of adoration, um, it, that's largely been focused in the chapel. And so we've struggled some in the last couple of years, especially post-COVID, um, with people coming physically into the church when exposition is happening in the church proper and not realizing they need to be quiet. Right? And if people hadn't been instructed about how to be at adoration, especially little people, they might not know. But you have to tell them, and you have to model it, and you have to show them, right? And so the example that I used, right, from the pulpit in trying to, 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 to sort of gently correct my people was something like this. So if, uh, if, if, if people are coming to church, and you see, you, you see Larry, and say, Hey, Larry! That loud, in front of the Blessed Sacrament exposed, the appropriate response is, you send the social signal that calms the guy down, right? So we're always kind of doing this, right? In, 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 in church, in people's homes, right? You go to some people's homes and there's a big pile of shoes right next to the front door. And so then what are you supposed to do? Take off your shoes, right? And, and if you don't take off your shoes, maybe it's, it's okay. But, but, but you stand the risk of uh, offending somebody inadvertently by not taking off your shoes, right? So, so, so we're always kind of looking social signal-wise, decorum-wise, politeness-wise, like what, what's appropriate in particular context. So when we were, uh, as the academy community, when we were at Franklin, we were pretty isolated, right? Like in, in those walls, we were basically ourselves. But here, obviously, we share space, right? We're in somebody else's space, and we share space with the parish of St. John and Paul. 
And I have to tell you, I'm not blowing smoke, I really, I really mean this. I've been deeply, deeply impressed, both by the hospitality that Father Mark and his community have shown us here, but also uh, by, by, by the way that you all have integrated into the daily and weekly life of this community. And you've brought a lot of life here that wasn't here before. And so that's really, really good. At the same time, you know, we've got kids from several different parishes and several different traditions here. And so when we come together, especially for Mass in the morning, we need to be attentive not only to our own sort of spiritual needs and what's going on with us, but to the people around us. We need to avoid inadvertently giving offense, right? This is what the big fight was between uh, Peter and Paul. Um, uh, Peter would act one way when he was with Gentiles and another way when he was with Jewish Christians. And Paul was on him for consistency. Peter was saying, oh, well, you gotta like, you gotta adapt a little bit to each situation, right? And so, and so what I'm asking us to do here is when we're here at the, at the mass, at the academy mass here in the morning, to think about um, the wider community around us, the parents and other visitors that come uh, to be with us, and just like what it's like to be at that particular mass. This is especially true because many of us attend the traditional Latin mass and many of us attend Novus Ordo masses of various stripes, whether that's at the Basilica or at my place or at one of the other parishes in town. And so it's simply important to be aware of what we're doing and of how that might potentially be received by somebody else. So I'm going to use a real clear example, and it's not to pick on you, it's because I used to do this. Is that okay? Can I borrow your missile? Sure. So I discovered, so I grew up in a family that, that went to the Novus Ordo. Um, my dad preferred the old mass. It was not really available until I was about 12, and it was only once a month at the beginning. We'd go once a month, uh, but it was only once a month, so obviously the other three weeks were, were, were St. Teresa. I discovered, so my granddad died that year, and I discovered his old missile. And I don't think anybody even gave it to me. I just, like, took it. <laughs> but, but I started bringing it to Mass because I had seen my grandpa take it to Mass. And it took me a while to kind of figure out what was going on. Like, first of all, the, the readings from the old Mass didn't necessarily match the readings of the new Mass, and the, the calendar was a little bit different. But I especially liked the prayers, um, like the prayers at the back, the before and after prayers for communion. Those were really helpful for me. And over time, you know, by reciting them over and over, they just kind of went in my memory bank, right? Those are still the prayers that I use before I receive communion, even as a priest, right? And so, 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 so this was important. But if I'm honest, there were times that the priest was real boring, like real boring. And reading about Saint Paphnutius was a lot more fun, <laughs> but it wasn't good, right? Like I should, I shouldn't be doing that when this other person's trying to talk to me, right? That's that's clearly rude. And so, so it's about finding that line between personal piety, what I'm used to, what I'm accustomed to, the way, the, the, the way one mass is set up and the way another mass is set up. Um, I'll use another example for you. Um, I have at Christ the King uh, several um, uh, Eastern Europeans, uh, Eastern European Catholics, but who are Eastern Rite Catholics. And the normal way that they receive communion is by crossing their arms. Um, in this part of the United States, what does this usually mean at communion time? Uh, you're not receiving. You're not receiving, right? And so I've had to ask them, and it's not to be disrespectful to their tradition, and if I was serving the liturgy in a, in a, in a Slavic church, I'd, I'd do it their way, right? But it's too confusing for me when I got 300 people coming up for communion, 
and the ones that come up like this normally mean don't receive communion for me to figure out which ones do and which ones don't, right? So I've simply asked them to fold their hands like we do so that I know that they're going to receive communion. What I want us to think about, guys, um, and this is true on both ends, uh, for those of you that regularly attend the traditional Mass, I'm not trying to break down your piety. I'm not telling you to not absorb the good things that the old Mass is giving you. That's what it's for. That's why we permit it. That's why, that, that's why we want to support it. That's why I'm here, right? Not all priests would be here. So, like, I, I, I got your back, I promise. At the same time, when we're at the new Mass, we need to be careful not to disrupt the structure, the flow of the new Mass, by simply importing stuff from the old Mass and the other way around. And so, so I'm not saying never ever look at a book. That is not what I'm saying. But I don't want you looking at your missile when I'm preaching or any of the other priests. That would be rude. Um, and you shouldn't be trying to follow the readings in here because if it's an old missile, they're not going to be the same. So like, don't read old reading in protest of new reading. That's going to come off as jerkish whether you mean it to or not. I think what's most important here is that we're really honest with ourselves, really honest with ourselves, about what we're doing when we come to Mass. And that's why I made the point that I did at the end of the homily about the altar. Uh, books of various stripes, whether it's a, a proper daily missile or one of the more disposable, like a Magnificat or something like that, those are good aids to prayer. There's nothing wrong with them. They're valuable. I, we, I, like, we sell them at my place. So clearly I wouldn't sell them if that they were a problem. But if I'm at the altar on either side and like the bells ring and you don't even look up, that's a problem. If I'm at the altar, where should your attention be? At the altar, right? And, and if I or one of the other priests is preaching or someone is giving one of the readings, what should you be doing? Looking at them. Looking at them and listening. Attentive listening, right? Um, it's hard. Like those of you, you're practicing public speaking and stuff. Is it easy to give speeches when everybody's kind of like... <laughs> right? This is, this is very, very difficult, right? So... For the sake of the, of, of the, of the priest element, for the sake of uh, the other people that are with us, just pay attention, right, to what's happening around you and, and, and as best as you can, follow suit. We mutually enrich each other this way. That's what Pope Benedict was all about when he, when he, when he broadened the use of, of the traditional mass. The, 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 those of you that attend the traditional mass regularly bring a gift to the rest of the church that's desperately important. At the same time, we're in a more regular church, and we need to be respectful of the place that we're in, the people that we're in, and the kind of the social situation that we're in. Does that all make sense? Do you have any questions or, or wonders about it? You can ask. I'm, I'm very open to this, and I want to be able to talk about it. I don't want this to be like, this isn't heavy-handed, and this isn't, this isn't, I don't want you to hear this as a scold or a correction. It's more like me with my people over the weekend. You know, when the sacraments out, maybe keep your voice down. <laughs> You know, when, 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 when we're all doing one thing, don't go do a different thing. Any wonders? Okay. I, here's, here's what I want us to do, uh, sort of moving forward. There's, nothing, there's no like, particular task. I'm not going to give you a bulleted list. Do this, don't do that. Um, I could do that. If we need to do that, we could, but I, I, like, I, I want to give you guys a chance to do this on your own because I think you're all smart enough and holy enough to be able to manage this. Um, hold each other accountable, right? That's the best way to grow in faith is if you see somebody screwing around, 
I, I see my kids do this at, at, at our masses, which are far more disorganized and not as, 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 as reverent as yours. Um, but if, 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 if Eli's flipping around with the missalette or the hymnal while I'm doing something, sometimes it's the kid next to him that goes, right? So, so the, the, like, this is not an impossible thing at all. Hold each other accountable. Be honest about what you're doing. And, and if, I really mean this, this really is probably the most important thing that I could say today. If you're having some kind of a struggle, like a deep struggle, either around the mass or around your own faith, I'm not here just to pop in once or twice a month and celebrate mass and hear confessions. I want to be able to talk to you, and I'll make the time to do that. And uh, Father Pichu and I had a conversation before uh, we decided that I would come in today. Uh, he's very willing to do the same thing, or we can do them together. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to work with any of you on anything and talk through any questions or, or, or concerns that you have individually, privately, or with your folks. That is not a problem at all. But I do want to make sure that collectively we're all on more or less the same page. So we should, as best as we're able, participation can look different. And there are days, we all have days like this. I have days that like I'm barely awake and it's hard to function. But you got to try, right? What we can't have is sort of super devotion, like rock steady some of the time, and then like the rest of it. Like we, it, it, that won't work, right? The mass is the mass is the mass, and we need to be equally attentive, equally devout, equally respectful, um, whichever one, whichever time, whichever place that we're at. Fair enough? Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, boys and girls. Pray for me, and know, really and seriously, that your pastors pray for you every single day. Take care. You're welcome. That's good,